TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Alright, welcome to a football Friday here on the Two Guys at a Mike Show. The big dog and the coach at your service right up until 11 o'clock. A big, big sports weekend to talk about. It's a football Friday. It may be a football Friday, but there is a lot more than football we got to bring up on today's show, including the opening of the National Hockey League season and already scintillating October playoff baseball season had another phenomenal Pitching performance last night. We got to 10, 10, 10 to talk about. David Olson, our producer, you remember what that's all about. And a couple of other items off the sports page. More than enough to get into here. And welcome to the Two Guys in a Mic Show. By the way, for the people watching on the live website, uh, I just touched. I don't know if you can read this or not, David. You know the Notre Dame football players? Had the sign uh, leading down to the field when they walked down the steps. One of the, arguably one of the great traditions in college football. Play like a champion today. And each player touches it. I have now, now we don't have the tape up yet, but I am now going to have the sign here. It says, talk like a champion today. So maybe we can put this on the door each time before the show. When I show up three minutes before showtime, as I enter the door, just to get me fired up and, and as a source of uh, verbal inspiration, I will touch that sign. Talk. Like a champion today. We'll do our best. The big dog not on the line yet. We're hoping to hear from him. I did talk to him about 8 o'clock in the morning, David, and um, not good. Not good. Did not sound like the big dog. Either he was, A, asleep, or, B, not having the best day. Hopefully. Hopefully he will join us. But, you know, in the mercurial world of the world of the big dog, you never know which way it's going to go. Sounded like it might have been a rough night last night. 888-463-6748. So temporarily, the co-pilot seat is uh, wide open. You want to dial it up, talk some football or any of the other fine sports events out there. We are right here for you. Happy to have you on the line. And you can um, play co-host temporarily. And as we've mentioned before, if you're good enough, we might even replace the big deal. We might even replace myself. You could be the host of the TalkZone.com. How many sports shows are going to give you that opportunity? Is a football Friday. I don't know, David, if you've made your... Um, Predictions yet. We will play Beat the Schmoes, other radio shows, of course, uh, other uh, prediction shows, I should say, play Beat the Schmoes here on the Two Guys at a Mic show. We play Beat the Schmoes. The Schmoes have not been beaten yet. Uh, are you still working on your picks, David, or you got them? I haven't even looked at the point spreads yet. so I'm, uh... <laughs> You could at least fake to the audience that you've done some preparation that you actually care. We're on, we're on for another hour. Plenty yeah. of time. Plenty well, of time. Part of, you know, in defense of you, that's the very essence of Beat the Schmoes. Yeah, but this week, you know, some weeks I have a hard time, like, picking three games. I'm not a betting man by nature. I will tell you this, David. If I if I knew somebody, and please don't don't call up on the line here. We don't want to be bookie central here. This is not uh, Winning Wednesdays. We have another fine show for that on Talk Zone, I believe. When is Winning Wednesdays? On Thursday? Sundays. Sundays. Excellent. Make sure you check out our fine program, Winning Wednesdays, every Sunday at around 11 o'clock. Eight 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 four six three six seven four. This is a week. If I knew a bookie, I would be tempted to lay some money down because, I, I mean, I went through the. I got six NFL locks 
locks. Sometimes they have a hard time picking three. I got six games that I think are definitive and at least a couple on the college front. So I got to pick three. That's part of the rules for beat the schmoes. But I think there's a bunch of games out there that are, uh, again, if you're a betting man, there's some good stuff right out there for you. Oh, sure. I mean, we're coming in, uh, is it week five already? I'm not sure why that matters. Well, you, you kind of know what they, you kind of know what these teams are all about yeah. at this point. What, what's the old expression? A little knowledge is a dangerous thing. But I guess what you're saying, we have a more than a little knowledge right now. Exactly. exactly. Okay. But I, you know, I, I think it's just matchups. Sometimes it could be week nine, ten, thirteen, or fourteen in the season. We've seen these teams play a lot in the, it's, it's almost like a field thing. I go down the games, and I'm not quite sure on that. This is one of these weeks when, boy, I was just jumping, chomping at the bit, taking a bunch of games. So, uh, I'll somehow pick three, but I'm very confident. Of course, last week coming off a three and a week, David, if I go two straight three and a week, so, you know, I may take a couple of days off. I may have to do a little uh, quick retreat over to Las Vegas and uh, find myself a guy. Everybody's got a guy. I don't have a guy, a betting guy, which is good because if I had a guy, I probably wouldn't have any money. I don't have a guy, but at least I'm able to save my money. All right, we got some baseball to talk about to another phenomenal pitching performance. And by the way, you want to make your Beat the Schmoes football picks, you can do it anytime during the show, 888-463-6748. We are email efficient. You can email us at mike2guys at AOL.com. We're not really doing texting yet. Sorry about that. That's something we do need to work on. But right now it's uh, email at mike2guysaol.com. That's M-I-C. And the number two, Mike2GuysAOL.com. You can make your Beat the Schmoes football picks any time, even after the show. You can do that. Just make sure you do it sometime before the uh, game that you're predicting starts. We've had people trying that before, too. You know, halftime of the game, they email in and think the two guys at a Mike show because it's Beat the Schmoes aren't going to catch them. But come on. Make your pick before the game starts. We are Schmoes, but we're not that bad. We do have a research department. We do have some uh, police enforcement involved with this show so don't try to get away with anything because we don't give away our um, limited prize vault for just anybody you got to earn your victory uh great baseball pitching performance last night san francisco over atlanta the brave one to nothing a classic well we mentioned you know it's going to take a while for people to get excited about the october baseball playoffs everybody into the football fantasia right now football fever baseball unless your team was in the playoffs kind of a sidelight and i kind of mentioned it's got to build momentum well you know what it's building real quick real quick i mean we're, we're two games into it barely barely a couple games into it two days into it and already some great storylines have been drawn we've had some some uh just classic classic games already i'd be as everybody knows about the ray uh, the Roy Halladay perfect game, but we had another. wasn't a perfect game, but it was darn close to it last night. Timmy Lensicum, the freak, freakonomics on display yesterday in San Francisco, one to nothing over the Bravos. Fourteen strikeouts for Timmy Lensicum, on fire. Way to go! A couple of hits. Giants just to make the game suspenseful only scored one run, and uh, again it was much too late for my blood. I was fast asleep, but apparently a Buster Posey slide into second base when he should have been out. Close, but apparently he should have been out. Base hit comes up, and he scores the next run, the only run of the ballgame. So we've had a lot of controversy. Umpires already under the gun, and we're just two games into the um, Major League Baseball playoffs. So this could be interesting to watch, but uh, phenomenal performance by the freak, Timmy Lensico, 14 Ks. And thank you, by the way. Thank you to Bruce Bochy, the fine manager who, you know, you want to say Blackhawk uh, Stanley Cup 
champion, and we're going to get to the Blackhawks in a second, coach, Joe Keenfield has the best mustache in sports. I think you might have to go number two. It's a heck of a mustache, but Bruce Bochy, that's that's MD. That's mustache deluxe. He takes the mustache to another level. And he keeps it clean, too. It's a well-groomed mustache, as is Coach Keenfield's. I analyze the mustaches on a regular basis. But my point is, thank you to Bruce Bochy. And why am I thanking him? Ninth inning. They got a great closer, Brian Wilson, red hot. Month of September, I don't know that he's uh, blown a save for a while. And Timmy Lencicone's pitching a beautiful game. I don't know, he's like late 90s, early 100s in the uh, pitch count. So, you know, the standard mechanism, hey, you got your successful reliever in, Lencicone's going to pitch again. You bring your ninth inning guy in. But Bruce Bochy, thank you very much, stuck with the hot hand. You don't take a chance at that point. You got a guy on a roll, and obviously there are, or there can be extenuating circumstances, but most of the time I think you got a guy hot, you got a guy on a roll, throw away the damn book and go with the hot hand. And he did that. He left Lincecum in. Lincecum retired the Atlanta Braves one nothing Classic. That was good stuff. Yankees knock off Minnesota 4-2, to two, so the Twins are down to their uh, final out, shall we say. And they got to do it on the road against New York, and that's 11. As good as the Twins are, and as much as you got to love Ron Gardenhire as a manager, and the way the Twins play baseball come playoff time, it just does not, for some weird reason, translate. 11 consecutive playoff defeats. And they lose two at Minnesota. So now they got to go to New York and, and try to win a game, let alone three. Actually win two in New York, see if they can bring it back to Minnesota. So tough break. Tough luck for the Minnesota Twins. Yankees are playing good baseball. Both those games, too. You talk about quality October baseball. It hasn't been like the Yankees dancing all over the Twins. Both those games, full of drama. Both those games, the Minnesota Twins jump out to early leads. The New York Yankees fight their way backs. Fight their way backs? Umpires, uh, questionable calls. And again, yesterday it was uh, not a call on the base pass, but it was a ball strike call. It looked like we had a strike three. I think it was to uh, George, don't call me Jorge Posada. And that should have been an out. And of course, uh, and you got to get, but maybe it wasn't a Posada, whoever the hell it was. Of course, he hits a big uh, base hit the next time up, the next pitch. You know, so you got to give the Yankees credit. Great game there. And then the uh, other game yesterday was Texas over Tampa Bay. There was one talk show host on sports, I'm trying to remember who it was, who picked the Rangers as the hot hand and uh, was his pick to win the World Series. And right now, after a couple of games, that pick is looking outstanding. Let's see, who was that? That was, oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Got to pat myself on the back. 3-0 and on the beat the Schmoes picks last week, and I picked the Texas Rangers to win it all. Right now it's looking pretty damn good. They beat Tampa Bay 6 to nothing. The Rangers are hitting, they're pitching, they're running, and they're fielding outside of that. They're not doing a whole lot of good. All right, let's welcome in our co-host here. And, again, our phone lines are open, 888-463-6748. I kind of want to get all the other stuff out of the way, Big Dog, and then talk some football. So we're going baseball, a couple other stories, and then we'll go football Friday. Big Dog, Joe Rodwanski, how are you, dog? Uh, Doing absolutely fantastic, Coach. I've been really, really busy. I've been working on, like, a different way to do football picks, so I'll get into it later. I, I'm really sorry that I was uh, 10 minutes late because I really needed to find out what happened in baseball yesterday. Mm-hmm. I've been so busy, I haven't watched any baseball yet. No, no Roy Halladay, uh, you know, no hitter, no Tim Lincecum two-hit shutout. I have yep. seen nothing, Coach, not even the highlight yet. Not just a two-hit shutout, 14 strikeouts and a one nothing ball game. And I was commenting, Big Dog, and I haven't seen that much either. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not like I've watched a ton of the playoff baseball. 
but through a couple days, through a couple of games, it has been outstanding. This is a if this is the beginning, the end is going to be pretty damn good. Oh well, then well, I'll be hopefully able to start watching it starting tonight, but I, that won't even happen. Mm-hmm. So disappointing. All right. By the way, you missed uh, the scintillating start of the show where I started a new tradition here. I'm going to put up our sign. You remember the uh, Notre Dame sign we used to have on our radio show? Not, yeah, where we used to touch it, playing like a champion today. I, I did you know, on the live webcast here. I did start the tradition here, talk like a champion today. I know if you were here with me, you would touch that sign too, and you'd probably touch a few other things as well. I'm going to be able to come in a little bit more often. Really? Yes. Uh, yeah, hopefully that will start happening wow. uh, as of next week. There's a really good chance that that job. I, I am basically the finalist for this particular job, Coach. A great job, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get into it as soon as I get it. The only thing I have to pass now is the background check. So I don't oh, know if I'm a fight. Hey. I'm com- so it's, I was competing against hundreds of people. Then I was competing against ten people. Then I was competing against two people. Is there, a, through, coach, is there a service I, out there, Big Dog, that can, um, how do I gently put this, clean up somebody's background check? See, well, I, I, I might need you because, so Coach, <laughs> I didn't say I did it. I, I, competing against 100, against 10, against 2, I aced that yeah. with flying colors. Now I'm competing against myself. We need we need, a, we, we need the Hoover vacuum of uh, resumes out there. Somebody no, that no, can... no, no, no. I hate to tell you, you need that wet dry vacuum. <laughs> Even a better description, huh? <laughs> Someone that can really clean up the mess. Uh, somebody that can, you know, maybe put a little shout, if you will. Shout it out. Shout Oh, Shout, by the way, one of the most phenomenal products on the market. I don't know if you prefer, David. You're a married man with the kids' clothes. Do you go with the roll-on shout or the spray shout? I've made a big switch in my life. This shows you how dramatic and how boring my life is, Big Dog. I have gone from the stick'em shout, and that was a long time. Stick'em shout, I've gone to the spray. It's a major move in my uh, cleaning mechanisms. Yes, David. We do. We're, we're strong believers in the power of OxyClean. Really? You, just yeah, put a, you put a scoop of that in with your watch, it's everything out. But you don't, so yeah. you don't do anything on the actual spots? Well, you know, we've also got spray OxyClean. Oh, right? so oh well, it's, it's OxyClean Baby. Okay. Which is stronger than the regular stuff. Interesting. Uh, and that gets out anything. You just saturate it. Okay. Let it sit there for five minutes, put it in the wash, and I mean, Interesting. It, it gets All right. Anything. Maybe next week we got to have a playoff between my uh, extra strength spray shout and your oxymoron. Now, what's it called? Oxyclean baby. Oxyclean baby. Yeah, in a spray bottle. Fascinating. There. Fascinating sports talk radio here, Big Dog. No, no, right now there are women <laughs> that are lining up to beat David Olsen as he leaves the TalkZone.com <laughs> studios. That, that so, was incredibly domestic, and he did it with uh, both A, knowledge, and B, enthusiasm. Well, yeah, and, and and there's women right now that yes. need a guy like that. Yes. You could tell he wasn't faking it like, you know, he's seen his wife do <laughs> like, like You we could were. tell that was a man that's been there and done that. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, big dog. Um, Well, we wish you luck on the job, and we will look forward. Hopefully, we can get you in the studio and uh, get, A, your great sports talk, and, B, some uh, much-needed inappropriate touching in the studio. You know, it's funny because I was doing the, I was actually roughing games last night, uh, the flag football games, and okay. that was one of the names of the teams. Inappropriate touches. <laughs> I, I, I'm not kidding you. Is it touch football or flag? It's flag football. Oh, it would be better if it was touch football and they named themselves inappropriate touch. Well, none of the chicks wore flags. <laughs> 
Never mind. So, I, I guess I should move yeah, on. No, I, I got you. I was trying to think of a line there that would uh, come across without getting me <laughs> excommunicated by our commander-in-chief, Mr. Chris Whitting. But, uh, what, is he like the Pope? Uh, close. Does he wear one of those crazy hats? No, he doesn't do that, but he's a... Uh, oh, he, without he, the Pope hat, you can't be a... He's too poop. Poke the poop or whatever. <laughs> poop the poke. Whatever your line was. <laughs> oh, goodness. That wasn't my line. That was somebody else's line, but a famous from our radio show. Remember the... Uh, we had the Pope singing the seventh inning stretch. You remember that one? Yeah. Take me had, out to the uh, ballgame. And we had uh, Mr. Benedict. Yep. I was calling him Benedict Arnold, but Benedict yep. the sixteenth, whoever the heck his mm-hmm. name is. Yeah, we had our ode to jo- Pope Joseph Ratzinger. It was beautiful. You were the only non-Jew that was part of the show, so it was great having that many Jewish people involved in an ode to the Pope. It was uh, award-winning radio. And, and not only was I the only non-Jew, yep. I was also the first one, the only one that was. Uh, Reared a uh, Catholic, <laughs> and that means something, you know, as a, as a, because I was an altar boy. Yes. If you were reared a Catholic as an Take altar boy, that, that means a whole new kind of taste. Take it easy. People tuning in for some uh, football picks and some expertise, and all of a sudden, we're walking the dotted line here. Well, Take it uh, easy. Like, well I, I went through uh, St. Scholastica. Yes. Through that parish. I Saints. had nothing. I was not, uh, what you do you didn't go That's to St. Scholastica. Huh? Ed Stefanovich never messed with me, but other other children, yes, he did, Coach. Now, Saint, not, you didn't I'm go not, to Saint Scholastica School because that was an all-girls school. No, Saint Scholastica Church in Woodridge. Okay. I was just throwing it out there. Yeah, that it actually happened at, at okay. my particular parish too. So, right. like what I'm joking about, like this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, it, I, I actually okay. did see it. So. All right. Well, you know, uh, I started off, tried the uh, Catholic religion for a little bit, and I got kicked out. I went to a small did you get grade reared? school. I did not. I went to a small grade school on the south side of Chicago. It was called uh, Our Lady of a Thousand Positions. <laughs> what was your textbook, the Karma Sutra? No, only like, you know, third grade. Third grade, very memorable for me, and then I was off to public school after that. Um, by the way, uh, we mentioned uh, Joseph Ratzinger. Um, I bet the summer jubilee was a lot of fun at that school. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people signed up for summer school, surprisingly enough. <laughs> Come on, I need a little, you know, Mom, Dad, I need some extra classwork. Come on. Um, are you aware or not? There's many stories here. I want to do want to get to football, but there's so much going on. For, I want to get the 10-10-10 coming up. But also, are you aware that Saturday night at Soldier Field, your nationality, your alma mater of countries, if you will, Poland, Taking on our USA soccer team, 25,000-plus expected to cheer. Big Dog, will you be one of those 25,000? Coach, what a coincidence. I'm in the city of Chicago now. And last night, I went to just go buy a cheap bottle of vodka to go get wasted. And it was like 37 bucks. I'm like, what the (laughs) heck is going on here? Now I realize that it's, I mean, it's the the Polacks, excuse me, the Poles are in town. That's why the the price of vodka went up like 900% in the city of Chicago. That's not right. Mayor Daly should do something about that. Maybe the Pope. I don't know if the Pope, is Pope Joseph Ratzinger coming in for the game? Well, he's German. He can care less about us. Oh, that's right. They're gouging the they're gouging the polls, coach. Who was our pol- our Polish pope? Was the last pope, right? Pope John. Yeah, pope John Paul. Yeah, yeah, the guy who's probably yep. the greatest pope of all time. Yeah, he just... actually he admitted that uh, our particular solar system is heliocentric. Helio, who? He basically said that science is correct about a lot of things. Okay. 
And he also said he he also said that maybe condoms aren't all that bad. He, I mean, he said a lot of crazy stuff, coach. Mm-hmm. A lot of crazy stuff. All right. So, in your Pope rankings, you would rate our most recent Pope John possibly a numero uno. Well, I really I have to admit my Pope history isn't like my typical uh, uh, expertise on stuff, coach. For some reason, I have knowledge about stuff that I really don't understand why. And even though I was reared a Catholic, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. I really don't know the, the Pope history that much. But I do know he did do some of that stuff, coach. That, right. you know, which is that's big time for mm-hmm. for. Uh, for a pope, at least. Uh, very good. We got so we got soccer USA taking on Poland. We've got um, the baseball playoffs we've covered. Anybody out there wants to talk a little baseball? Me and the big dog right here for you. Triple eight four six three six seven four eight. Let us quickly mention the opening of the National Hockey League season. Big dog, our Chicago team, the defending Stanley Cups, lose in overtime to Le Avalanche. Uh, pretty good game, but they lose four three. Not no reason to panic, I don't think. But another season, loss. And then, season's over. Think so? Yeah, that's what they got one point already. That's it. I did write on Brady Stiff's, uh, you know, co-host Brady Stiff, who comes in on occasion on his Facebook account. Uh, you know, he's got the Blackhawks lose, and my comment was, "I'm done with the Hawks. Wolves open up this weekend." <laughs> now he's the WGN like pre and post game uh, producer, isn't he? Uh, no. Oh, he isn't. No, not Brady. Oh, okay. no, he'd like to be, but I don't think he is. Uh, so we got uh, National Hockey League open it up. We'll see how that. I know yesterday you predicted uh, what the Capitals and the San Jose Sharks to play it off in the championship. No, I predicted that the San Jose Sharks would have the best record in uh, hockey and lose okay. in the first round of the playoffs. Okay, again is what I predicted. And of course, I called it the championship like a knucklehead. That's a terrible thing to say. It's the greatest trophy in all the sports, uh, Stanley Cup. I'd love to have the Stanley Cup in studio here at one point if any of the Blackhawk players are listening, and that cup still travels. I think it'd be a nice touch. Well, my aunt Naomi, uh, my aunt Naomi, excuse me, uh, yeah. she uh, actually kissed Lord Stanley and had nothing to do with a cup, coach. Really? Yeah. What did she have a fling with Lord Stanley back in the day? Yeah, no, no, this was recently. I told you yeah. she knew nothing about hockey until uh, uh, right. you know Auntie Naomi, which is no longer <laughs> he's no longer part of the particular Blackhawks. But no. she's done with the team now, huh? Yeah, she is. She's done that. She went off and started making out with some dude named Lord Stanley. <laughs> oh, you remember the, um, speaking of flings, you remember we had in one of the most surprising interviews we ever had, it was a charitable group we were talking to, older lady, and, and uh, right at the end of the interview, she brings up what it surprised you guys to know that I uh, once dated Otto Graham back in the day. You remember that interview? Well, actually, she just called up to let us know. She was one of the listeners. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, she just called up because yeah. like, uh, she liked something that we had said. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so we started talking old time. And then I asked her if uh, if she ever hung out with Red Grange. And she said, yeah. no, she was a Northwestern student. I Not asked a, her if she ever had a tryst with a Sid Luckman, but she denied that. Apparently, it was only Otto Graham. Otto got around from what I heard. Well, yeah, he was a championship caliber football player. Coach. <laughs> and a man with a nice head of hair, too. All right, 888-463-6748. We're going to get to some football here. It is a football Friday, so uh, hockey opening up, by the way, the Hawks at home against the Red Wings Saturday, Big Doe. That should be uh, quite an event, our arch-rival, the Red Wings. And then uh, let me just quickly mention that 10-10-10 is almost upon us. Oh, so that means my mortgage is due. That's not that, 10-10-10. 10-10-10, the Chicago Marathon. How many thousands of runners 
David, see if you can look that up. The Chicago Marathon, I think I have 25,000 runners. How many miles do they run, Big Dog? Let's see how marathon efficient you are. Uh, 26.2. Yes. Nicely done. Nicely done. How many, what do we got, 25,000? No, no, it's more like 41,000. 41,000. David Olson, our producer, is normally we'd have our female intern checking that out, but uh, we've had about uh, 14 female interns. All have left the show right now. We have no female interns. Very, very depressing. But no, uh, is she in training? Your female intern? We don't even have one in tra- We can't get one to come in in studio. Uh, maybe they heard you were going to start being in studio, and the inappropriate touching might have scared them off. Yes, David. An estimated 45,000. 45,000. Woo! I've actually got uh, family members that came into town to run the marathon. To run second. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all kidding aside, Big Doug, it is. I know the Boston Marathon has more tradition, but the Chicago Marathon has absolutely become one of the city's biggest event sports or otherwise. It's huge. It, it's gigantic, Coach. Yeah. To be with you, there's less people, I think, in the Boston Marathon. It's just that it's a little bit more um, tradition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's it's bigger, basically, in terms of prestige. And the people turn out in huge joy. Not just the runners. It's an event for the people watching. You know, it's a it's kind of like a sidewalk tailgate, if you want. And all the different villages in Chicago have their own cheering sections. Every year I say, and I'm going to say it again, that I plan on waking up early Sunday and getting down there and being part of that revelry. Now, the last eight years, Big Dog, I wake up on Sunday morning, and what sounded good on Saturday afternoon doesn't feel so good on Sunday morning. But I plan on being down there with a couple Bloody Marys in hand. Any chance you'll have a chair next to me? Uh, absolutely not, Coach. Maybe maybe in a future year I might be able to do that. but uh, Not this it, year, though, huh? I've done it before, though. I, I have done it when I lived in Canaryville, and I legitimately had a walk to watch these people do it. I did it every single year, but... Mm-hmm. Those days are behind me, uh, and luckily, you know, uh, I'm not getting reared by anybody right now, but those <laughs> days are behind me. And and if I have a chance to watch football, I have missed so many days in my life of watching football recently that I'm going to be lazy, lay around my house, and mm-hmm. watch football all day long. Right, so, no, deserve, I will not be at the marathon. You deserve the break. We're talking about a guy working about four different jobs, folks, so you deserve to do that. All right, Bindo, we're going to give you a little bit more rest, about 38 seconds worth as we take a break. When we come back, we got all the other stuff out of the way. It's time to reintroduce Football Fridays. Talk like a champion today. Beat the Schmoes football picks. College, NFL, you will throw a little high school in. We could do that, too. Football talk, Football Fridays, and our Beat the Schmoes. Football predictions coming up in about 32 seconds. Here are the two guys in a mic show. Stick around. Back in a minute. are open for your calls on two guys and a mic call 888 go for it once again here's the coach john cone and the big dog joel radwanski on talkzone.com yeah we do welcome you back football friday beat the schmoes big dog i made the comment uh, to david olson our fine fine producer before you joined uh, joined us on this morning show that this is one of these days when I read over the NFL and college slate, 
somehow I've sometimes they have a hard time picking three games today. There's like I've got like eight locks. I mean, there are a ton of games. I think six in the NFL, two at the collegiate level that are great betting games. I don't bet actual money. If I did, this would be the week to do it. How about yourself? Do you find any uh, good games out there for the fans to uh, possibly peruse? Uh, Coach, absolutely. It's uh, you know, last week I loved six games, you know, and I was only able to pick three and beat the Schmoes. And obviously, I picked, I, I lost one of those games out of the six, and I, it was one of them that I picked. But uh, this week, there was five games I really liked. Okay, I'm only going to obviously be able to pick three. They will be all college games. But believe this or not, Coach, somebody was actually filming me yesterday, Uh-oh. doing my picks, Coach. You're gonna love this when you finally see this on Shackout Mix. I, I, you know, the the Bayou Boys show up, Les Miles and the the Mad Hatter shows up. I mm-hmm. mean, some some really weird stuff shows up. Paul Bunyan's axe shows up in the middle of this. I'm so you're saying somewhere. beat the schmoes gets a little pub on the Chitown dot mix, uh, Chitown dot com. Yes, coach, and it's going to be a regular regular. Uh, Thing. But I, I pick more than just three games, and I, I do give a shout out to us here at uh, at uh, talkshow.com, two guys in a But if people go to it now, chitownmix.com, they could find that on the website. No, they won't be able to find it yet, but they will right. this afternoon. We were working Beautiful. on it for hours last night. Beautiful. So Beautiful. All right. That's well, the just... reason why I wasn't here until this morning because I was working on it. So just remember, on my predictions, I remind you of the famous quote that uh, if you agreed with me, Joel, then we'd both be wrong. <laughs> truer, truer words have never been spoken all right we got some nfl man and i do want to talk about our chicago bears carolina matchup too but let's get the beat the schmoes football picks out of the way dog you want to go a bat first today you want to advance the runner in your number two position or do you want to clear the bases at the number three spot i i definitely will lead off coach ah interesting Okay, I will lead off, and okay. I will go with the Paul Bunyan's axe game. I want to tease anybody, but I think I'm Minnesota, with you on this. Minnesota isn't the greatest team in the world, and and, and Wisconsin's very good. You're but the, stealing the, one of my picks. The, the truth of the matter is, this flat. Oh, do you want not want me to pick the goal? No, 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 no. Take it, take it, okay. baby. Uh, I, I just I, Minnesota has. A, they're going to be able to play with a lot of people and lose late this year, and yep. Wisconsin has an issue putting people away. So yep. 22 points, I know it's in Camp Randall, but I will take those 22 in a rivalry game yep. all day long. You can book it. I was with you right on. That was one of my college lock. 22 points way, especially because Wisconsin's not an explosive scoring team. If they win, they usually win by a 10 or a 14. It could happen, but I think Minnesota plus 22, way too many points to give to a decent golfer team. Yeah, yeah, right. and I, I agree with you. Now, Coach, I haven't done too many uh, favorites so far this year. As a matter of fact, this is only the second one. Don't do it. But no. The, the NC State Wolfpack as a 10-point favorite oh. over Boston College. Okay. Coach, I hate to tell you, this is a, the worst Boston College team ever, possibly. And uh, this is a great NC State team. Mm-hmm. Final score of this game is going to end up being like 41-7. So I will take, I will lay those ten points. Any, no problem. NC State will blow out Boston College. Okay, the man then, with the, um, no stomach and the largest chest I've ever seen, Chuck Amato, no longer coaching the Wolfpack, correct? No, about uh, seven years ago he was relieved of his duties, coach. Okay, with duty. Very good. Now, uh, and for the last game uh, that, <laughs> that I'm actually going to put on beat, beat the Schmoes. Yes. Uh, is going to be Baylor, plus and a half, taking wow. on Texas Tech. Do you know Robert Griffin is, Coach? Does Baylor have a football team? 
Yes, and okay. they have a quarterback by the name of Robert Griffin, Not one aware of the best of quarterbacks in the country. Coach. He's overrated. <laughs> go ahead, Big Dog. Okay, and uh, that's all I'm going to go to that. So I'm going to well, I'll just take Baylor. Coach. So Baylor you, over Texas Tech. This is Baylor over Texas Tech. If you do go to Chi Town Mix, everybody, in about five hours. Mm-hmm. So go tonight when you get home. Don't go right now. Well, you go right now and, and check stuff out, but the rest of my picks are on there, and it's called Big Dog versus the Spread. Because mm-hmm. it's not just me picking games. It's me versus the spread, and okay. Coach, I'm against it. Okay. okay. All right. Whatever you do, by the way, for the young listeners out there, do not get mixed up. Do not go to BigDogVersusTheSpread.com because uh, that is something a little bit different than football predictions. So make sure you yeah. go to ChitownMix.com. Not the big dog versus the spread. All right. Uh, very good. Very good, big dog. You were 2-1 and one last week over the uh, season. We're against the spread thus far. Thus far, you and me, big dog, are tied. We're both at very respectable nine. Actually, you're a half game ahead. You're nine, five, and one. Uh-huh. I'm nine and six, but against the spread, you know, it's early. We don't want to pat our... So I was in the back too early, but uh, we're off to a good start, shall we say. And all the other games I usually give out, I win. It just doesn't happen to be versus I mm-hmm. mean, playing beat the smoke. No, I don't want to hear about that. All right, sure. uh, David Olson, you want to – I think David's going to back clean up today. He's still make, working his picks. That's good. All right, so my, my hardest thing here is I got six games, six NFL games that I consider all locks. So I got to pick which ones I'm going with. Uh, number one, I'm betting on the Detroit Lions. Interestingly, by the way, 0-4, and, and they're favored by three points. I like that. Yeah. That, yes. yeah. But I'm, but I'm yeah. taking Detroit over St. Louis, and I'll give up the three points they're playing at Detroit. They get a W this week or weekend. Um, again, a lot of easy ones to pick. Right, I'm going to go with Cincinnati Bengals over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bengals are giving up six and a half. That's a lot. The Buccaneers, 2-1, and one, but the Bengals are at home. They're going to be a uh, topsy-turvy team all season long. I think this weekend it goes topsy again. They're 2-2. Two and two, uh, The Tampa Bay Bucks overrated. I'll take the Bengals. Big dog give up 6.5 and a half and a lock for Cincinnati. A lock. <laughs> you saying that sarcastically, or God forbid do you agree with me? No, no. I, I have. There's no such thing as a lock in the NFL. Yeah, you're right about that. All right. All um, right. By the way, just as a sideline, I'm not betting on this game, but the only undefeated team, this shows you the parody of the NFL, the only undefeated team in the NFL, shockingly, is the Kansas City Chiefs. And, Big Dog, you look over the point spreads. They're, they're the biggest underdog? <laughs> they're the biggest underdog in the whole NFL. They're at Indianapolis 7.5-point underdog, so go figure. 3-0, and and nobody's got a bigger spread than them. That, that, Pardon the expression. That's that pretty much a... Uh... That doesn't make sense. If you watch the NFL, if you watch football, that does totally make sense, Coach. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm tempted, tempted to take the Giants at the Texans. Maybe I'm thinking of New York's performance against the Bears last Sunday. How look good they look. Texans are a pretty good team, though. So I think I'm going to lay off that one, although I do think the Giants are a lock. Uh, I'm going to go Browns over the Falcons. Falcons favored by three. It's at Cleveland. Was the victory by the Browns a fluke last week or not? I'm going to say not. I don't think the Browns are going to the playoffs, but I think they are going to be a 500 team. They knock off the up and up and down Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to take the Browns at home, and I'll take the three points. So I might need all three of them. I, I don't know if those points come into play, Coach. It, it might be a close game. Mm-hmm. I can see that, but, uh, you know, we'll all see. Right. 
The other game I like is the Jaguars on the road against the Buffalo Bills. And and in college, like you already the mentioned Bills that game. You do. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't pick that one. The other game uh, that I was going to bet on from the college from Minnesota, I thought was a great pick. I think Illinois plus how much against Penn State? Seven and a half. Yeah. And it was it started at eight and a half. So yeah. the wise guys are betting with you, Coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take that's the fighting a lot. Even if they lose, I think that game might come down to a field goal and stuff. Uh, real quick, before David Olson, our producer, makes the uh, actual picks, he's not a schmo. He's uh, arguably an actual pro. Very serious in his picks. Yeah. In, in yeah. the three minutes and 12 seconds he puts into it. A real quick big dog, uh, Bears, Carolina analysis. Interesting game. Jay Cutler is out. Todd Collins will be your starting quarterback. How do you see this one playing out? Wow. I did, it's official? Official. That, I mean, that tells you how much of a cave that I've been living in, Coach, that I didn't realize that. You're an award-winning sports talk host. You need to come out of that cave and join the rest of us. I, I think that the team will band together and they should still get a W, but I'm a little mm-hmm. surprised, Coach. D'Angelo Williams running the ball for the Carolina Panther. Big old Jonathan Stewart coming in as their number two back. It's going to be a, might be a battle of which team can run the ball the most, Big Dog, because neither team's quarterbacking or passing game very effective right now. Mm-mm. You know, and the other weird thing, and what's starting to bug me now when I hear Chicago Bear fans and even some of the coaching staff saying, I heard the dreaded words about Todd Collins, who's going to be starting a quarterback for the Bears, Big Dog. They said, well, if he can just manage the game, the Bears will be okay. And if you know me from the past, that, those are some of my code red words. I don't want a damn quarterback managing the game. I want a quarterback that's going to win the game for me, the Bears at least on the forefront, look like they're going to go conservative this weekend. I couldn't disagree with you more. Do you know what manage the game means? It means when you see an upper receiver, you throw it to him. It means when it's third and five, you get it past the first down marker. Mm-hmm. It means when a guy's double covered deep, you don't force it in there. So I couldn't disagree with you more, Coach. It's okay to manage a game. Well, your version of managing the game is much better than the managing the games I've seen from the Chicago Bears over the last 10 years, and I think it's a mindset when I hear people say manage the game. What I hear is don't make mistakes. Just do what you need to do, and the team is good enough to win the game. Well, you know what? I don't mind making a few mistakes. And, and, and The old expression, if you play afraid, if you're worried you about afraid. not making mistakes, that's when your team's going to lose. So some of it is that unsaid psychology behind the quote-unquote manage the game philosophy. Mm-hmm. All right. We were going with that, but... I'm not worried about it, Coach. Let the guy manage the game. Let him do it. What do you think? A couple of things. Rookie quarterback Jimmy Clausen making his second start. What will the Bears do against him? And Julius Peppers returns to the uh, place that he started for back in Carolina. Well, Jimmy Clausen last year had uh, Michael Floyd and Golden Tate and uh, Kyle Rudolph as his receivers. And those three players that he had at Notre Dame are better than what he'll have on (laughs) Sunday as the Carolina Panthers quarterback. That's a great point. I mean, I'm not kidding you. He actually had better receivers at Notre Dame than he will in his NFL um, uh, this start. What, his second start or yep. third start? Last week was his first. Okay. So, I mean, that's a, that's, that's a bold statement, Coach. Mm-hmm. So he's they're in trouble. They're in a lot of trouble. As a rookie quarterback, he's, got, he's a Darren Headlights right now. Mm-hmm. By the way, the 0-4 Carolina Panthers, and Jimmy Clausen can throw the ball. Don't kid yourself. He's capable of getting hot if he gets a little protection. 0-4 Panthers are favored, Big Dog, by a point over your 3-1 and Chicago Bear. Obviously, the Jay Cutler out 
factors into that point spread, but the Panther favored by a point. Your thoughts? Oh, that's huge because, you know, the Bears are two-and-a-half-point favorites when they thought Cutler was playing. Mm-hmm. So basically that's three-and-a-half points, which doesn't, you know, it's, it's really not that big of a deal either way when you're talking about a close game like that. But um, I, it, it is a big situation because you got your starting quarterback out. Did you see Todd Collins when he was in the other day? I mean, he was, he looked like Jonathan Quinn. He didn't move at all. Mm-hmm. Stiff, very stiff. Mm-hmm. Very sterile back in the pocket. By the way, you talked about Jimmy Clausen starting two games, and his career is, what, 25% of one year, a quarter of a year. Yeah. Todd Collins has played in the NFL, what did I say, 16 years. Mm-hmm. And he has started a total of 21 games. So give the guy credit for hanging around 16 years in the NFL as a quarterback. Kudos to you, but he started twenty, an average of 1.5 times per year. So his experience level is still not that great. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. All right. Would, would you, he's also is he is he part of like um is his agent like Rex Grossman where they try to put him in situations where they know he won't be won't have to play so he won't get exposed. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? Find the most durable starting quarterback and that's the place you want to be a backup, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but it very well could be. I hope not. Yeah, Jay Cutler. He's an hour starter. Before our offensive line became an absolute sieve, he was one of the most durable quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, well, you know, it's a little different when you're getting hit in eight different directions. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to get hit in the head to get a concussion. Mm -hmm. All right. But even though it's not a beat the smoke pick for you, you are uh, somehow, some way, the Bears will find a way to win, huh? Yes, Coach. Okay. I will go out there on a limb and say the Bears will win this particular Sunday somehow, uh-huh. some way. Right. Whenever they, they played so poorly last week, that's a big thing in the NFL. There's always that bounce back. A team's always played better than they looked the week before. Mm-hmm. What's the expression? You're never as bad as you as your last loss, and you're never quite as good as your last victory, right? Absolutely, Coach. That, that goes a long way in the NFL. Beautiful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, beat the Schmoes. You want to make your picks, 888-463-6748. If you could beat the Schmoes in the football picks, you win a valuable cash prize or a chance to win a valuable cash prize from your guys here at the Two Guys at a Mike Show. David Olson, producer extraordinaire who has become a lead Schmo on the show, and I'm, I know you're proud to say you are now a Schmo. Yes, I am. All right. We heard your outstanding laundry hints and techniques. If you didn't join us earlier in the show, folks, Oxymoron, not oxymoron, oxyclean is the way to go to get spots out. We now go from laundry expertise to football expertise. David Olson. The Colts are favored by seven over the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs. Uh Way too many points for that. Really? I like Kansas City in that one. Big dog, I thought he was going to go Indy. Well, I I like the fact he's taking that seven and a half. Wow. The Colts haven't been able to put anybody away, Coach. They're not your... You're uh, Peyton Manning and a bunch of other great players. I, it's now Peyton Manning and a bunch of average players on the Colts right now. So feel better uh, about yeah. David's pick if it was at Kansas City. It's at Indy. It's still seven points. It's a lot of points. Not that much. Not that much. All right, game two. Uh, game two. Uh, Green Bay is a two and oh. a half point favorite. Go Pack over the Redskins. Yep, taking the Packers. Yeah. Those, yeah. li- those linebackers are going to make Donovan McNabb look really, really well, old. And here's the thing, too. I was shocked Clinton Portois, also known as Clinton Portis, the star running back for the Redskins, out. So I thought the spread would go up. Packers giving up only two to the Skins. Only two and a half. Minus Clinton Portois. I think that I'm, I'm right with you, Dave, mm-hmm. which is probably a bad thing for you. Big Dog, what do you think on that one? You know, that's a bold call. But uh, 
you know what? There was such an emotional game last week for the Redskins. It's hard for an NFL team to play two emotional games in a row. I, I definitely like the, the the Packers in that game. Mm-hmm. All right, game three. Uh, game three, San Francisco is favored by three over Philadelphia. I like Philadelphia in that one. You're a cruel man, David Olson. You do realize Mike Singletary right now is right very near breaking point. I, I, I think he's going to break a little bit further. <laughs> Big dog, I, one more close loss, one more controversial, even any kind of loss, because if it's a bad one, can you gander, uh, are you worried about the psychological health of ex-linebacker Michael Singletary? No, I'm definitely more worried about my personal health coach than Mike Singletary's. Yeah, so if you, the 49ers lose one more game, I might just break down. That's true. That's, see, Big Dog was the wrong guy to ask that question because you're, what's the expression? You're too close to the situation to have an objective look at it. Good point. We might even have a Beat the Schmoes separate contest. Dave. Maybe we could set up a quick web poll. Who will break first, Big Dog or Singletary? <laughs> I, I hate to say, Coach, I, I probably would. You might want to bet the over on me. I don't know that. I, 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 Samurai Mike, I think he's ready to crack. There will be a referee accosted. A reporter might be in deep trouble. A player, somebody. If they lose again in a close game in some kind of dramatic fashion, I believe Singletary will. That might be the straw that breaks Singletary's camel's back. When a DB just needs to take a knee and you'll win the game? Something like that, yes. I mean, that's, yes. that's pretty sad. Yeah. I mean, seriously. How many times you hear coaches say, get down, get down, mm-hmm. get down? Well, finally. They finally caught up to somebody. Yeah. You would love, um, I hope I don't mess his name up, Brendan Peters of Northwestern, the defensive uh-huh. back. And I didn't see the end of the game last week, but apparently that's exactly what he did against Minnesota. 29-28 ball game. Yeah. He's running down the left sideline. There was nobody in front of him, Big Duck. Mm-hmm. He could have exactly. gone the distance, but the uh, B-plus major at Northwestern University Right across the 50-yard line, went and took a knee, and he said afterwards, he said, the only way they were going to beat us is if I fumbled or somehow they came and uh, stripped the ball or uh, tackled me. That he yeah. knew if he took the knee, the game was over. Yeah, and he also knew that if he scored a touchdown, they get the ball yep. back, and they're only down to eight, which means yep. that they could tie the game up, which means that yep. they could still beat you. Good point. A great call. Great call. Good point. All right, real quick, uh, Big Dog, college football. And, again, you want to make your Beat the Smoes football picks, uh, you could do it via email at Mike. Two guys at AOL.com. Better yet, do it on the phone lines with the dog and coach. Have some fun with us. That's what it's all about. Having some fun here. We don't take the sports world too seriously. Triple eight. I do. Well, that's why you're near breaking point. You need yeah. to re- relax a little bit. Triple eight. Four six three sixty seven forty eight. Big dog, the sport near and dear to your heart. College football. Talk to me, bro. Coach, should be a really big weekend this week, especially considering all the great games that we had last weekend. This weekend should be be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and uh, you know what? I do think there's going to be good uh, games in the Big Ten this week, you know, even though the, there's supposed mismatches. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Ohio State gets uh, the much-needed uh, Indiana Hoosiers into, you know, coming in not knowing if Terrell Pryor is going to be healthy. And, so, and Indiana quarterback Ben Chappell, uh, real healthy. In fact, one of the best quarterbacks in the country thus far. Yeah, he, he threw for uh, almost 500 yards against the Michigan yeah. Wolverines. Their defense is absolutely brutal. Um, Michigan takes on Michigan State. That should be a Woo! good game. Uh, the Paul Bunyan X game here in the in the Big Ten with mm-hmm. uh, Michigan. I mean, uh, Wisconsin taking on Minnesota. There's plenty. Does, to go does around. the winner get the X or does the loser get the X? No, no, no. The winner gets uh, Paul Bunyan's X, coach. Okay. 
I mean, there's, you don't want some guy saying A before they cut you up. So you got to be very careful when you're talking about making fun of that particular game. Coach. When do your when and who do your fighting Illini battle to get the one of the great trophies in all the sports, the Sweet Suit Tomahawk? Uh, that would be November twentieth at Wrigley at Wrigley Field Woo! against the Northwestern Wildcats. Coach. Go you, Northwestern. I think my girls' basketball team might be playing Christian Heritage Academy that day, Big Dog. I know you were planning on coming to that game, but if, um, it's a tough call. You going to come to my game or go NU Illinois? Rig- uh, I, I hate Field. to tell you, Coach, if I get tickets to uh, NU Illinois, that is exactly what I'm going to be doing right. is going to NU Illinois. As a matter of fact, I'm starting to think that everything's starting to work out for me recently that I will get tickets to NU Illinois. Interesting. All right. Well, if you don't, you're uh, more than invited. There'll be plenty of good seats available as my North Shore Country Day Raiders take on Christian Heritage Academy and uh, arguably one of the bigger Class 1A games of the year. That's the year of 1A coach, coach. <laughs> yeah, what'd you think? Well, I, I wasn't sure. I just I, When I think of basketball power, I think of North Shore Country Day. Small school. Yes, it is. Small but... school basketball power. Yeah. Thank you very much. By the way, this year we might be fielding a team where now this is a girls' team. Tallest player might be like five six. So. Okay, but she's got spunk, right? No. Okay, well then we're in trouble. <laughs> no, the five foot two inch girl has spunk. The five foot six inch girl doesn't. But uh, we shall move on. Uh, other college football. No, hey, I wanted to mention real quick. Now I know you were busy last night, so you probably didn't get to watch it. And you want to talk some college football? Big dog and the coach. Right here for you. One of our favorite sports, if our favorite sport to talk about, Triple Eight Four Six Three Six Seven Four Eight. Nebraska played last night uh, in what was supposed to be a pretty big game against Kansas State. Big Dog, they blew them out, forty-eight to thirteen. People are wondering, is Nebraska football back? The answer is yes, and they got a freshman who, outside Heisman candidate right now. Have you heard of Team Magic, Taylor Martinez? Oh, absolutely, I've heard of him, Coach. And and you know, it's so funny. Is that guy is putting up, you know, uh, you know, he can't throw the ball either. But you don't rip on him as opposed to like uh, Nathan Shieldhouse. Well, I haven't oh, seen right enough of Taylor Martinez play, and I haven't seen Nathan Shieldhouse run for 240 yards. They just had the highlights of the game up on the ESPN screen. It, it, basically, the highlights of that game are a white jersey and a red pair of pants worn by T Magic, and he's running away in like eight purple jerseys chasing him. I mean, the dude is quick. And he's oh, yeah. big. He is very fast. He's big, though. I don't think he'd throw the football, but he but he's a big dude, and he can run. And uh, he's Taylor Martinez. A lot of fans not aware of him, but Nebraska, even forget about him, Nebraska as a team, big dog, they are legit top five. They looked awesome last night. Oh, yeah, they are a really, really good football team. I, their back coach is, is really good that the, they're actually going to be part of the Big Ten. I, as, a, as a Big Ten and you got to be really happy about yes. it. Is yeah, they're going to add a lot, especially now, you know, uh, some of our younger fans will not remember, but Nebraska football, it looks like they're getting back to that level. But for so many years, it was um, consistent, top 10. I mean, a power, how would you compare the Nebraskas of 20 years ago? What team would they be compared to now? Like in Ohio State? Easily, easily. Right? Coach, they. They won two national titles back in yeah. ninety four ninety five. They in the from the late seventies through the nineteen nineties, 
every year their goal was to win the national title. So, yeah. I mean, that's I don't, I don't know how much other way that you can really compare that. So I, mean, I think it's the best comparison is the modern-day Ohio State, which is like year-in and year-out national championship contender. They don't win it every year. But, you know, top five, top ten consistently, that's the way Nebraska used to be. They're getting back to that level under Bo Pelini. And, uh, big dog, they love their football in Nebraska. There's not that much to do in Nebraska, but they are some really, really rabid football fans down there. You know, that's a, that's a minor way to put it, calling those people rabid about football. It is, that's huge for them, huge. Do uh, uh, Oklahoma, Nebraska, correct me if I'm wrong, because that used to be when I was growing up. That was maybe, if I, if I look back to the greatest games of, of my uh, young years watching college football, Oklahoma-Nebraska stands out more than any other rivalry. Not one game, but year in, year out. Those two teams don't play each other regularly anymore, right? Only in the Big 12 championship? Yeah, and every other year because one's the, the north and one is the south. Okay. But, uh, and, and, but they're supposedly, Nebraska is working out a deal with... Uh, with uh, Oklahoma, Good. that when Nebraska comes to the Big Ten, Good. They'll, be, they'll still be together and be able to play. It's outstanding. I mean, that, that seriously, that would be outstanding for college football, and I know the fans in the state of Oklahoma and Nebraska would love it because that truly is uh, one of the hardened core great rivalries in all of college football, especially now that Nebraska's back uh, under Bo Pelini. All right, uh, Alabama taking on South Carolina. Pitt taking on Notre Dame. A couple of interesting matchups. How do you see those going? Uh, I, those should be excellent games. And if I was a betting man, I would definitely take, uh, the points in the Carolina game. Alabama is very good. South Carolina is one of the best teams that nobody knows about. Uh, kind of like I was talking about with Baylor. That's like the best team that nobody knows about. And Baylor. with Pitt, yeah, Baylor? I'm telling you, coach, Baylor is the team. Basketball or football? And I didn't, and I didn't have the answer. That was the answer to that question. Do they have a football team? Yes, they do. Okay. Believe it or not. And, uh, for the other, uh, Pitt's going to get blown out by Notre Dame. This is the one game where Notre Dame will show up. They're going to win like 34 to 10. The only reason I think it's going to be closer is that uh, Pittsburgh psychology, we're talking desperation. We're talking a team, a combination, I think, of anger and desperation. And they've got, um, what, Deion Lewis, their preseason All-American anyways, coming back. He's had a miserable season. He had a week to sit out with injury. And then the kid who filled in for him. Gained a couple hundred yards, so I I, I think uh, it's going to be a very combination of desperate and angry Pittsburgh team, and I think it actually has a chance to be another classic game. And Notre Dame's already, as you're well aware, the Michigan and Michigan State game was unbelievable. They lost both of them, but were phenomenal collegiate football drama. I think you're going to see more drama two thirty tomorrow on NBC. Well, uh, if that ends up happening, Coach, I mean. Notre, I mean, how much more does Notre Dame have? I know they were able to blow up Boston College last week, but mm-hmm. I mean, how much more do they have left in the tank to play a close game? I don't know if they do. So, yeah, we get to watch Coach Wanstead on the sideline earlier in the show. I, I said Bruce Bochy, number one mustache in all the sports, Blackhawk goal, uh, Blackhawk coach Joel Keenville, second best mustache in all the sports. Did I shortchange Dave Wanstead? Is he a top fiver, or should he be ahead of Keenville and or Bruce Bochy? You know what? Uh, I, I still have him outside, and it has nothing to do with uh, with uh, any type of prejudice against Wani. But Bochy's and Quinville's much thicker. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, goodness. You okay over there? 
No, I, I have allergies or something oh, going on. Suddenly we start talking Wanstead's mustache. We must have brought up an emotional. Uh, we hit a nerve, I think, David Olson. Yes, I'm allergic. Yeah. By the way, I got to throw I gotta quickly throw out one guy you would love, Big Dog. Major Hester is his name. Okay. Major Hester was scheduled to have his pacemaker put in. Yeah. This week. And, you know, things are a little questionable with Major Hester's heart. He's 59 years old, lives in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Major Hester told the surgeons, uh-uh, next week. He says, I'm going to Michigan, Michigan State. I don't know if I'm going to make it out of there alive, he says, but I'm not missing that game. There's a college football fan for you, Big Dog, passing up the pacemaker so he can go watch his Wolverine take on a Spartan. Oh, he's a Wolverine guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That That is pretty cool. And, and trust me, the way his team is playing, he he doesn't want to have that pacemaker until he's sure it, it's working properly. <laughs> yeah, but his regular heart's not working so good, so, you know. It... He'll be okay. Okay. He'll, he'll be able to make it through, I'm, I hope. I'm sure Major feels a lot better. All right, Big Dog, we got to sign off. Any uh, closing thoughts, final thoughts, and good luck in your uh, job search, my friend? It sounds like good things are about to happen. Yeah, hopefully all, all that's going to happen. And, and just make sure, uh, especially you, Coach, Go to Chi Town, as in C H I Town Mix, uh, sometime later. You go today, but if you want to see my football picks done in a little bit of a different way, coach, mm-hmm. you might want to check it out. I think Chi Town. I, I definitely want both of your feedback, Dave Olson and you, from it. So give me give the, the website one more time. C H I Town Mix. Okay. Com. Very good. Chi Town Mix. Beautiful. Have and a great uh, weekend. It's Big Dog versus the Spread. Beautiful. Big Dog, be safe out there. Don't get in any trouble. David Olson, our producer, phenomenal job. We appreciate everybody out there for listening. We'll do it again Monday. We're back at you at 10 o'clock, talkzone.com. Two guys at a mic signing off. Have a great weekend, everybody.